welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Frank. And today's episode is episode number 20. And we're sitting down with one of our friends, Marina, who just got off the Carnival Sunshine. And she's going to give us a review of her experience. Let's jump into it. So today we've got Marina, who we actually met Marina at our small group um, a few years back. I met Marina. I think she's known Michael a bit longer. Uh, Marina just got off the carnival Sunshine, and she's going to kind of tell us a little bit about that. But before we get into the trip, Marina, do you want to just introduce yourself? You're from California. What do you want to tell the people? Yeah. So I'm Marina. I met them through church, like they said. I am from California. I have been living in Charlotte for almost a full five years now. I primarily travel not cruising. So I'm an experienced cruiser. So y'all are going to get some different perspectives of the cruise experience and life on a ship for four days in a row. Yeah. So Carnival Sunshine, it's the 18th largest ship in the fleet. So just for those that have not sailed on Carnival, it is one of their older kind of smaller ships less kind of options. I mean, you, you probably noticed it, maybe not as many options for food or for entertainment, which we'll get into all of that, but it's 102,000 gross tons. It holds about 3,000 passengers. Did it feel pretty full on board? Oh, absolutely. There was a line for every <laughs> bar, every restaurant, so, every bathroom. Probably there was 3, always 000, a line. 3,000 yeah. people. It was built in 1996, actually the year that we were I was born, and the year that Michael was born. And the year that Marina was born. Hey, it's a good year. Hey, good. yo, Carnival <laughs> Sunshine showing up for us. <laughs> so you typically, tell us a little bit about just your normal kind of trips that you've taken. Like, what would you say is your favorite trip you've taken? My favorite trip I've ever taken, I actually flew to Europe after college and I backpacked there for six weeks. I went to Eastern Europe. So I did started in Germany, made my way down all the way down to Croatia, Montenegro, and I loved every minute of it. So from there, I like doing the hostels, seeing the country, seeing the culture. I'm not really used to staying on one ship and having food and drinks prepared for me. I'm used to having to go and find something to go eat and find the locals and where to eat. So it's kind of nice having the experience of the foods ready for you at 530 during your dinner hour. So you said that cruising is not your typical kind of travel. What brought you on the Carnival Sunshine? I was actually on a bachelorette trip for one of my friends, Anna. Shout out Anna Hoover, um, who's getting married in March. So she wanted to do a budget-friendly kind of bachelorette. Typically, bachelorettes can be thousands of dollars. This was a great way for all of us to be together, eating together, drinking together, not worried about Ubers or having to coordinate who wants to go home. Anyone can do anything what they want. Water slides, karaoke. We saw the videos. We'll have to post the video onto the social media for everyone. But It was so much fun. The water slides. I spent more hours in the water slides than I did doing anything else on that cruise. (laughs) I was a kid at heart. The lifeguard was having the best day of his life. But um, yeah, no, it was honestly, I don't know why more bachelorette trips aren't on cruises, to be honest. And we've got, Michael and I have got the Bachelor cruise next year, so we'll have to talk about that. It's probably going to be a little bit different than this Bachelorette one, but excited to compare it at least. How was the itinerary? So you guys left from Charleston. Did you guys drive there or how did you get to Charleston? Yep. So we all ended up meeting down in Columbia and then we carpooled in that we wouldn't have to pay for multiple parking passes. Thankfully, one of my friends lives in Charleston, so we were able to park for free over the weekend. So we were really thankful for that. We got there the morning of, so our boarding time was at 1230. We all arrived in Charleston around 12 o'clock that we were planning on eating lunch on the ship. So we met there and we went through security pretty quickly. There were some long lines, but 
you know, we had to go through security checkpoints, checking the passports five or six times, checking the tickets multiple times. Um, How long did it take from like once you got to the port, you parked and you're walking in, drop your bags off from that point to getting on the ship once they were checking everything like? What was that? Imp- what, would you, what would you say? Maybe 30, 45 minutes. Most just because people had a lot of stuff in their bags they had to take out and people kept like they didn't bring their passports with them or their birth certificates, which I was shocked about. So people kept getting pulled out of line. So that part took a while just because people didn't know how to pack. I don't know how you're getting on the ship with no passport or yeah. birth certificate. Correct. So <laughs> these people were not going on the cruise. So the Carnival <laughs> Sunshine left without them, I think. Sweet. So you're through security at this point. You just got on board the ship. What was the first thing you did when you got on the ship? We immediately grabbed a drink at the atrium bar. Yeah. Immediately. I could not get there fast enough. I got the spicy chipotle pineapple martini. It was just spicy enough, just sweet enough. I am not a sweet drink kind of girl. So like frozen mojitos, sex on a beach, all that stuff. That's not really my thing. This was a perfect martini. And I had probably 20 throughout my trip there. And now I know on the sunshine, you get all different bars like the Alchemy Bar, the Red Frog Pub. Ocean Plaza bar. I think y'all had a drink package this cruise. Absolutely. It was a bachelorette trip. We had to have a drink package. (laughs) Tell us about your experience in some of the different bars and just some of the drinks in general that you had. So my favorite bar was by far the Alchemy Bar. They had this amazing cucumber sunrise. It had watermelon, nectar, cucumber. It was light, refreshing, not too sweet. It was absolutely perfect. Um, But I will say there is this blue iguana tequila bar. That fire. Out on the Fire. pool deck, right? Out on the pool deck, the Lido deck, right there. It was just a couple steps down from the Serenity Pool, the adult-only pool, which we were there the entire time. And we walked down, got a little tequila shots, and we were back up to the deck. It was perfect. Now, Blue Iguana on this ship, is it Blue Iguana on one side and the Red Frog Rum Bar yes. on the other side? Okay. And the Red Frog Rum Bar had this, like, blue Caribbean, kind of like a Long Island iced tea. That, you only need a couple of those to feel real good, <laughs> real quickly, <laughs> let me tell you. Now, I know on Carnival, they limit you to 15 drinks a day. Did that hinder you at all? Did you hit the 15 most days? Uh, yes. Um, so <laughs> there's a couple of girls in the cruise that didn't drink nearly as much because especially on the days we were on the ship all day, if you wanted like a spiked coffee in the morning from the, um, the s- coffee bar, we would want, you know, an extra shot of Kahlua, extra shot of vodka in our coffee. And then those full ship days was tough because I was hitting 15 during dinner time. So going out that night, I needed some extra swipes. Yeah, I can imagine that just when you're in a party mode, 15 drinks kind of goes fast. And some cruise lines will let you swipe every 10, 15 minutes and some have a limit. So definitely can see how that would be a concern. Talking about the room a little bit, what? how did you guys set up the rooms for you know the girls on the trip? Did you guys have four in a room or did you do an interior? Like talk, talk to us on like how you kind of went about the planning process for selecting that room. So we were trying to make this as budget friendly as possible. So we had four girls to a room and we actually did bunk beds, which I haven't done a bunk bed since summer camp <laughs> as a kid. So that was an experience. But thankfully, I got bottom bunk. I actually get a little seasick. So didn't get seasick this cruise, though. But we had four girls to a room and then we had three girls in the other room. They were state rooms, no windows. So at night, it was dark. I slept like a baby the first couple nights. It was fantastic. That's nice. And I think the only... The only thing that I've noticed, we talked about this on a recent episode, is that like sharing the bathroom, probably getting ready. You have to have like shifts or something to kind of yeah. deal with that. But. Yeah, we had girls go down a little bit earlier. I stayed to the last minute because I don't really care how I look. I mean, makeup, I can do whatever. Hair is going to be crazy anyways with the you know the ship and everything. So I went last, took a quick shower and just 
put on dress and went dinner. Yeah. So your itinerary, it was sea day the first day, and then you were in the Bahamas, right? On Saturday, and then sea day again, and then we ported back in Charleston. So what did you guys end up doing? Like, what were your normal, you had two sea days, so what did those sea days look like for we you? We were booked and busy. <laughs> Let me tell you, booked and busy. So during the mornings, we would typically just hang out by the pool, read our books, have our lunch, but then in the afternoons, we tried to go to as many shows as possible. So we wanted to go to the Epic Rock show. We wanted to go see karaoke. We did trivia when we could. Um, there was like a knockout contest in the basketball court. So my friend Ashley really wanted to do that. So we went to go cheer her on. And then we spent many hours on the water slides and we regret nothing. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome time. In terms of like the Bahamas. So I know you had one day at the Bahamas. It was a tender boat, right? So the, the boat came and took you onto the island, right? There was not a dock? Nope. There actually was a carnival port there. Oh, wow. So we were able to get off the ship and right onto the land. And we we took a tram into one of the private beaches. So it cost us $40 to get to the private beach, which I think was worth it because they had a pool, clean bathrooms, showers you can rinse off in, which I really appreciate because I do not like walking around with sandy legs and feet. So I really appreciated the shower. But the tram took us from the boat into like the little village where you can get some souvenirs and then to the casino where we got a free drink little Bahama mama and then again the resort we were there for maybe four hours and they had a cool DJ by the pool the ocean was just so blue I've never seen it before wow never been in the Bahamas so that, that was, was your cool first time first in the day. Caribbean right first time um I think so yeah okay yeah nice. it was really cool wait so you were at the beach club at Bimini right yes Okay, so Michael and I have talked about this one in the past. I think it was on our um, private island deep dive where we talked about the different private islands. And if you sail Virgin, it's free and all the food is included and then you pay for the drinks. But for you, you paid like the day pass price and then you still got to use all the nice amenities like you said, but you know, you had to pay, I guess, for the food and the drinks. It was extra, right? Yeah. If you wanted food and drinks, it was extra. So I didn't pay for it because I already paid for food and drinks on the ship. So I got my free Mahama Mama and then I just drank water and hydrated. But that seems like a really good deal still besides the food, because that seems you said it was pretty expensive for the food. Yeah. But just to get the access to the beach and the pool and the amenities, like you were saying, like to go from that versus like just going to another beach on the island, you said it was a completely like upgrade. Right. Absolutely. They had lounge chairs. They had umbrellas out for us. We didn't have to pay for the lounge chairs. So that was nice to be able to set our stuff down to know it was safe and not just stick it in the sand because yeah. you don't know what's going on out there. So it yeah. was nice. So you mentioned you didn't have any food on the island because you obviously paid to have it on the ship. So on the ship, you had things like Guy's Burger Joint, Blue Iguana Cantina, the Indian Tandoor. How was the food? What did you end up eating on the ship? So I love the Blue Iguana. They have great tacos. They had burritos, breakfast, and lunch burritos. The tacos were amazing. Um, Guy's Burgers, amazing. They didn't really do a lot of variations. If you didn't want the onion ring, they kind of got mad at you for not taking the onion ring. So <laughs> I just went for it. But the fries were awesome. I could not believe how much I ate of the Guy's Burger. It was so massive, but don't regret a minute of it. Yeah, Guy's Burgers and Blue Iguana are probably two of my favorites on their ships. Like the, I also do the Huevos Rancheros for breakfast. I don't Ooh, know if you had that. I did not, but those looked amazing. Yeah, those are always good. And, and the have, salsa bar. Yeah. It was so inclusive. I loved it. Yeah, all different flavors of salsa. Now, as far as the buffet, did you spend much time in there for lunch, breakfast? I tried not to. Okay. It. I did not like the way the food looked. I didn't. People were touching the food with their hands. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, so I didn't really enjoy that, but I would get like cereal, I'd fill up a cup and go eat it by the pool, stuff like that. Sweet. And then as far as dinner in the evening, I think you did a early time dining, right? Yeah, we did 530 just so we can get some of the activities later in the evening. 
And how was that experience? It was good. Um, we had a different table every night, so we didn't get to really know our servers because we had a fairly large group of seven. But even with that early dinner time, unfortunately, dinner still took like an hour and a half to two hours each night, which I felt we were rushing to get to our next activity because it usually started around 7, 7.30. So we were running across the ship. And then, of course, you're getting lost. You know, you don't know what stair goes to which. The elevator, you can't cross through that floor. But dinner itself, it just took a long time to get drinks, get the bread, get the appetizers, and then dessert. And then at the very end, they were asked to tip as well. Like they brought us a little machine to have us tip 20 25% 30%. So it felt a little awkward at the end, but um which is interesting cuz I feel like once you get the drink package, like you already pay for the gratuity. I know there's different trains of thoughts on gratuities and tipping, but just to speed it up, I'd rather like if you ask for it, then you get the receipt, but interesting that everyone gets the receipt every time. Like where the lines at the bar is pretty slow as well because oh, of that. they were enormous and getting drinks took a long time. So they would swipe your card and you couldn't get a drink within five minutes. So you had to wait for your first drink, get five minutes. If you want like an extra shot blended in with your drink, you had to wait another five minutes to get that. But you would swipe your drink and it would take probably 20 minutes to get a drink every wow. time. So we were waiting for a while. So, I mean, we were sobering up every day. <laughs> and so what was like when the men, when the menus got passed around, like, did you feel like there were great, like a ton of options? Cause I know, we were talking about this earlier on one other episode, like Royal shrunk, Royal Caribbean shrunk the amount of options where like Carnival was adding more options. And the reason why like Royal reduced the number of options was to like speed up the kitchen. So their whole goal was to reduce it to like an hour, hour 20. Do you feel like the menu was pretty big? Like there were a lot of options and do you think that may be like a reason why? Yeah, I was surprised by how many options they had. I ordered two appetizers and two entrees every night just so I could try different things because some of the things I didn't really like that much. I would have like a sweet potato puree from the salmon and then I would have the baked broccoli from the steak. And, you know, I would yeah. kind of switch it up a little bit, but they had a ton of options. And luckily my friends, we all got different things so we could try each other's plates. So the next night, if there's anything similar on the menu, we could order that again. What was the best thing you ate in the main dining room? Oh gosh. Um, there was this one night, it was like a pepper steak where they had um, sauteed jalapenos, peppers, mushrooms with the steak itself. And it was like strips of steak and it was so yummy. And the garlic mashed potatoes that came with it, I'm mashed potato girly. So fan freaking tastic. I loved it. I actually haven't had that dish. I haven't seen it on the menu before, but I think one cool thing I was reading, and I think we talked about this, and I don't think you noticed it, but on your sailing, supposedly, they started rolling out some of the Emeralds selects. So Emerald Lagasse is their new chief culinary officer, and they're bringing more food options around the ship. So I wonder if that was one of them, possibly, or not. Yeah, or there was a salmon one that was really yummy. So that might have been it. Because the sweet potato puree, I was scraping my plate and I almost wanted to ask for another second plate just of that. <laughs> of it puree. was so yummy. Yeah, it was good. So moving on post-dinner, what did you end up doing for entertainment in the evenings? Did you go to the piano bar at all, see any comedy shows? What did your evenings look like? Yeah, so we did the comedy shows. We did one on the last night at sea. We definitely went to their performers. Like They did an epic rock show, all around the world show, where they honored all the employees on the ship that were from 60 different countries, which I thought was really cool. And they brought their flags out and everything. We also tried to visit karaoke. We tried to get in line, but some people were going ham on the Motown hits. So <laughs> we we couldn't we couldn't step up. We were not at that level, unfortunately, but we had a blast watching karaoke. 
Yeah, I always have the intention of doing karaoke, and then I go in there, and they're all like professionals, so I just sit and watch as well. Did you have that where you're like, oh my gosh, these people are so good up there? Yeah, I needed a limitless drink package to be able to compete with them. <laughs> my friends and it's I- It's the 16th drink that would get you that, up there. That, yeah, or the Caribbean tea, you know what I mean? But that, I just wasn't there, unfortunately, and I just I couldn't, couldn't compete. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to transition. We heard about a little incident on board. Some of it was on TikTok. Can you tell us like how, first of all, how did you hear that something had happened on board? What was the first like time you heard about this? So the first time I actually heard about it was the last day at sea. We were in the hot tub at the Serenity Pool and this man came in and said, did you hear about this incident? And I couldn't believe my ears. I was like, what are you talking about? Because Friday mornings, our first day at sea, I was on the Lido deck reading my book and I did hear the medical team get dispatched to the first floor. And I was like, oh man, something happened. Maybe they got food poisoning. The food the first night was a little rough, but I had no idea. So I didn't think anything of it. Just thought, you know, whatever may happen. But the guy was talking about how someone actually passed away on the ship the first night. So Thursday night slash early Friday morning, someone passed away. So there was a photo of a body bag being carried off the boat that was circulating the cruise Facebook page, which I didn't know about till also after I got off the cruise because I didn't have the Wi-Fi package. So I found out a little bit later, but there's photos out there and people were spitting some wild rumors about what they thought happened, but the room was sealed off. We, of course, after finding some information out, had to take a little field trip down the first floor and there was red tape, some scuff marks on the door. It just oh felt my. very mysterious and it was a Halloween cruise and we told our parents and they all thought it was like a mystery cruise, but it was not a mystery cruise. Oh yeah. When you called and told me you had this story to tell about, I thought too, it was like some like murder mystery event that was going on oh yeah no the someone actually unfortunately passed away on the carnival sunshine and i feel like for people that are listening that haven't gone on a cruise like it is pretty com I'm not saying it's common but people do like have heart attacks and like things do happen to people on board like you'd be on a ship and you're in the dining room and they like scream like alpha 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 deck eight forward and like they have to sometimes they turn the ship around like because someone has like is not healthy, but this was, it seems like it's a little bit of a different situation. Yeah. And I mean, the Bahamas police did meet us at the port. So we saw them there. We weren't sure if they were just meeting the boat. We didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. Of course, day of, but then we found out this information Sunday afternoon. This man was well connected. He had been con like making friends on the Facebook group for months before the cruise. So he knew the ins and outs, all the rumors. The, one of the rumors was that the woman actually whacked her husband, but that people are thinking maybe it's self-defense. Maybe he drank too much and they got in an argument and something happened in their stateroom. We're not really sure what's going on, but, you know, thoughts and prayers for that family and I hope everything's okay. Wow. That seems like a real eventful last day for y'all. It was. So now y'all are headed back to Charleston. How was the debark process for y'all? So easy. We decided to keep our bags with us and not keep our suitcases like checked off a little bit earlier, like the night prior. So we were able to just walk off the ship. It took maybe... 15, 20 minutes. Um, I was hoping for some breakfast, but they closed off all the stairs to get up to the breakfast area. So I was feeling a little croissant. I was hungry, but so we couldn't get breakfast. So we ended up getting breakfast off the ship that last day. So as we kind of start to wrap up, so you're back now, what did you end up thinking of the ship and the itinerary? Did it work well for a bachelorette cruise? I would 10 out of 10 recommend doing a cruise for a bachelorette party. I, again, I love being able to 
do whatever you wanted at any hour. We didn't have to coordinate dramatically for this restaurant, this reservation. We just knew we were eating for dinner and then lunch was on your own. If you want a breakfast, go do it. But I don't know why more bachelorettes aren't on there. And also if you don't have water slides for your bachelorette trip or bachelor trip, (laughs) you're doing them wrong. Well, I'm glad that we have some water slides on Freedom of the Seas in March. So overall, it sounds like you had a great, great itinerary. You had a great time. Did you feel like it was a good value like for the money? Based Absolutely. On- okay. Yeah. With the stateroom and the drink package included for the bunk beds, it was $705. So if you're trying to ball on a budget, Carnival Cruise was the way to go. Grant, do I love sleeping in a bunk bed every night? Absolutely not. Was the food the best I've ever had? Absolutely not. But for that $705 being able to go Thursday to Monday morning beyond worth it. And I had so much fun with my friends. So do you think that you will go on another cruise in the near future? Probably not in the near future. I'm really not a cruise girl, but I really do want to do the Alaskan cruise or a river Viking cruise throughout Europe as well. Those are my bucket list items, but probably not anytime soon unless someone, you know, like Michael and Frank want to gift a cruise. I'd be more (laughs) than happy to go on a cruise then. Well, as we wrap up, do you have any tips for some first-time cruisers? Oh, absolutely. I'd recommend bringing reusable straws, multiple because you will forget them in your drinks and give them back to the bartenders by accident. Bring a reusable water bottle. That was amazing and a way to keep hydrated because you were in that sun all day long and need some water. A white trash bag or like a hamper for your dirty clothes just so they're not going back in the same clean clothes section. And then also either Advil or Dramamine, just something just in case because you don't want to pay for it on board. So just bring a little extra something at night. Yeah, those are those are some great tips. Marina, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks for having Hopefully me. Hopefully we can help you book that Alaskan cruise and we can have you back here on the podcast soon. I'll see you soon then. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. As always, if you have a question for the podcast, we'd love to answer it. Make sure to DM us on Instagram or send us an email at cruiseconversations at gmail.com. And if you'd like to book your next cruise with us, we'd love to help you throughout that booking process and plan your future vacation. Make sure to fill out the form in our bio and we'll love to connect with you. As always, we'll see you back here next Wednesday.